So we are back at the hive for another episode of Sailing Breakers with Audra and Stacy. Good morning. We are so excited today because we have a group from our first cohort of The Thread. Uh, some of my favorite ladies in Wichita, we have Kendra Moody, who is an HR leader for Coke Industries, Sarah Tober, who is financial planning and analysis for Envision, and then Amy Hamilton, who is the GM of Indian Motorcycles. Woohoo! So, pow- powerful Zoom screen right here. Yes! Thank you for joining us, ladies. We're so excited. I'm so excited to meet you all. Just Thank you for having us. Keep hearing such good things. So perfect group to to jump in on our conversation this month or this summer, really. Mm-hmm. We're talking a lot about just women in leadership and just, you know, we use the term leadership a lot. Um, what does that mean to everybody? And um, we're going to jump into those questions. But we kind of like to just start where um, you tell us a little bit about yourselves. I want to know, um, she, Audra gave great introductions, but kind of where you're working and how you got interested in being a part of the thread. And then you're all going to answer the question, um, what does leadership mean to you? Yeah, so whoever wants great. to start. <laughs> awesome. Well, I can go. So again, hi, my name's Kendra. So thankful, Stacy and Audra, to have, have us here today. Um, so I, I am an HR leader at Coke Industries. And, and what attracted me to the thread was just the opportunity to take the time to invest in myself. I think so many of our days are just spent making sure that we're investing in others and leading our company. So to take some time out to say, okay, what, what do I need to fill my tank and how can I develop myself um, to be the best, best me possible? Um, and so for me, leadership is, is truly about empowering individuals to realize and pursue their passions. Mm. So driving people to recognize where they can create value for themselves and society and helping them become the, the best versions of themselves. That's awesome. awesome. All about others. Spoken yeah. like a true HR leader. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Sarah? Um, absolutely perfect, Kendra. You could you said it so well. I think um, being my background's in finance and accounting, and I've I've always been in that background. And so I think sometimes uh, some of the soft skills are um, need to be developed a little stronger. That's what Audra's done for me in the in in the thread. She has challenged us and facilitate a space for us to learn and grow so we can be the best we can be, um, have those authentic conversations, solve those challenges, really grow as women. And so I've really appreciated all the support I've gotten to, to watch the thread and uh, just found out that I have an entire community of women that just lift me up and support me and help me grow in all the areas that I have shortcomings because I am a work in progress and and I (laughs) and I'm so happy to be a part of such an amazing group and um I'd really encourage everyone to apply for cohort two because it's amazing I'm just doing great things well thanks and P.S. I didn't know we were starting with this question so now I'm like Oh my gosh, this is so amazing. Thank you all I just for read sharing. the first question on the list. <laughs> well, I didn't know we were starting with talking about the thread. Oh, uh, well, um, introdu- it's part of the introduction. Yeah, yeah, totally. So what right. does leadership mean to you, Sarah? Well, you know, can I can I borrow a quote from Shelly Pritchard? Yes. Because she's amazing. And when I listen to her, I always write down what she has to say. She says, she has a quote that says, listen more than I talk 
be fair and consistent, give people the benefit of the doubt, and find ways to help everyone grow. And I think when I think about leadership and motivating people for a common goal, um, I think that nails it. We need to listen more than we talk. We need to be fair and consistent, give people the benefit of the doubt, and find ways to help everybody grow. And I just, that's so succinct Mm -hmm. um, in in the way that we want to look at the people we relate to, collaborate with, and and the thread does it really, really well. (laughs) But, um, But we can take that out of the thread and we go and put that into our personal lives, our professional lives, and and really watch people in our lives mature. That's awesome. I love that quote. Yes. I'm going to write that down. It's good. I'm sure that'll pop up on our Instagram. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Little does Shelly know. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. Last but not least. All right. My name is Amy, and my background comes from finance. I worked in banking for about 20, a little over 20 years with a focus on the indirect lending side. And currently, I work as the general manager of Indian Motorcycle and Dream Machines of Kansas, which is a very exciting career, a complete leap of faith and jump out of my comfort zone. However, what I learned is there's lots of transferable skills, and I thrive off learning something new every day, and that pretty much happens every day here. We have a wonderful team. Of individuals. Um, my main focus in joining the thread was to be able to collaborate with female leaders in different industries and in different stages of their career. Where I work out right now, um, I'm the only female, which is fine too, but you also lack that collaboration um, and the conversation level that I feel like I can have with other mm-hmm. female leaders. I would definitely encourage anyone who is interested or if you know someone who is interested in applying for the second cohort for the thread to do that. Um, I was very fortunate to be accepted into the first cohort. I was also the recipient of a scholarship, which allowed me to be able to attend this program because of the kindness and generosity of two individuals who I will be forever grateful and thankful to. The thread brings about a very powerful and dynamic group of women. And as I said before, at all different stages and phases of their careers, all different types of backgrounds, and we can learn from one another. We can bounce ideas off each other. Um, Audra does a phenomenal job bringing in speakers each time we meet. And each one has been amazing and unique in their own way, which really encourage us to delve into a deeper dive, a deeper look into ourselves and how we can be of service to others as well. But as as Sarah said, it is applicable not only in our professional lives, but also our personal lives. So it's just an all around holistic win. So thank you, Audra. Oh, well, thank you, ladies. You're making me so happy today. This is not (laughs) so great sponsored, but um, I'm curious, do all of you mostly lead what, like, what's the percentage? Do you lead mostly females or like Amy, mostly males? What, what kind of, um, teams do you do you manage and lead I mean Amy is 100% male you're the only female in the organization that's right I didn't realize you were the only I mean I knew you were obviously the minority but wow Honor's wife does work here, um, like very part-time in marketing. So most of that is off-site, but I do get to see her sometimes as well. But as as, as far as a full-time employee, I'm the only female here. Wow. What about you, Kendra and Sarah? What's the dynamics of your team or um, your environment? Most of my career, I've led women. Mm. I would say mine's a pretty pretty good mix. I, I have a the, the team that I'm on is mostly women, but I would say that a majority of the leaders that I support are, it's, it's a combination. Okay. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about, um, 
you know, if you've discovered any challenges that you feel like are unique to being a female leader? Well, I think one of Go ahead. <laughs> I think one of the challenges is women have trouble advocating for themselves, speaking up. Um, I think sometimes our voice can be feel like it's it's maybe a little bossy or we're interjecting a little too much. And so we have to dial that back. But we need to self-promote. And I think uh, we've talked about that a lot in the last couple of months and how important it is for to be heard, to, you know, because sometimes if we're not heard, I mean, somebody will solve that for us. Somebody will work with us to make us grow. But if we're not speaking up, then, you know, who's going to ever, you know, come in and support us, mentor us and, and grow us. That's a common thread. I had a conversation with Janice Perkins, who is, she's going to be a speaker for the thread, and she's the owner of Capacity Communications. And she mentioned the same thing too, just, you know, having, being an advocate and having, Mm -hmm. having your own voice. So that's definitely something um, that, you know, is coming up. Yeah. What about you, Amy? What, what challenges do you feel like you've faced? You know, my thought right off the top of my head was really finding my voice and finding my place at the, at, the t- at the table of conversation. So how do we make sure that our thoughts are clearly produced and heard and that they are recognized? Um, having spent, like I said, a vast amount of my career in corporate America, that took me a long time to navigate and to understand how to read my audience and to be able to know how to adjust my tone and my level of assertiveness or when to take notes and things of that nature, but really finding the confidence and um, fortitude to being able to speak up even when you're disagreed with. Um, I think sometimes as a female, we can be seen as overly passionate when we um, are sharing our side of the uh, point of view or our strategy, or for really fighting to get something done through our um, system at work. So I think it's really just finding that voice and that way to resonate and collaborate. Another issue, or not issue, but a challenge that I've had with leadership being a woman is you um, sometimes go up against the the proverbial good old boy system, I guess, so to say. Um, in banking, that happens a lot. And you probably might not realize that. I, I don't experience it where I am now, but in, in larger companies, that is something that's also very pronounced and very profound. And you have to learn to navigate through that as well to make sure you're still included and your voice is heard. What yeah. ways did you find to to help navigate through that? I would say, first of all, by being confident and secure in who I am as an individual and as a female leader, and then also getting to know people um, on a on a personal level outside of the board meetings, outside of the um, the weekly meetings or the telephone calls or whatever it may be, so that you really can find ways that you're more alike than unalike, mm-hmm. and then also break down those barriers where sometimes people may see you, um, sometimes people see you as a threat as, as a woman leader, and it's not that way that maybe I'm intending it to be. Um, but I think it's important that you get to know those individuals and help them understand the whys behind what you're trying to accomplish as well. Because really, wherever you're at work, you should have the whole picture, the big picture in mind, not just personal agenda. And so I think more the raising the communication um, levels and really just having that courage to have conversations that can be pretty uncomfortable, but you have to have those conversations. And oftentimes, if you have them just on a one-on-one, or if you take that person out to lunch, something of that nature, you can really get through and see the best way you can collaborate as a team. That's a really good tactical tip. And I it reminds me of our last speaker, uh, the Brand 5, when um, they said, 
if if there's ever an intimidation factor, like in mm-hmm. a group of men, let's say there's a good old boy club, you know, over here having coffee, <laughs> just to picture them all as mentally ill, um, like like um, bound like pe- people, <laughs> and uh, just yeah. kind of like, and then once they prove themselves not to be, oh, Kendra, you weren't there. Um, <laughs> once they prove themselves not to be to be sane people, then it's like you bring it down to that level. But to get over that intimidation factor, just just picture it like everyone's in a psych ward, like you're just walking up to some patients in a psych ward saying, "Hey guys, you know how are you today?" Just to kind of like h- help yourself yeah, not be intimidated. Yeah, it's kind of a different spin on picture the audience in their underwear. Yeah, type thing. I wrote this down, Audra. It's when making cold calls, pretend you are the psychiatrist calling your patients. Yeah. <laughs> And that's 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 how it got phrased. And I thought that's that's brilliant, right? Because because then when somebody says no, you know, it doesn't break your heart because because they're your patient. Yeah, and they're gonna say some crazy stuff. Or if someone says something to you that is just rude or demeaning, you're like, oh, that person's not taking their meds today. Okay, I'm gonna move on. Yeah, <laughs> maybe you had to be there, but. Yeah, it was a good one. I haven't heard that one before. (laughs) How about you, Kendra? Any challenges in particular that you feel like coming up in your career you you've seen? Yeah. Yeah. So I I think as as female leaders, we can sometimes be seen as as soft. And I think Mm -hmm. and I say that in maybe the perception is soft in a negative way because we do pay attention to the more personal and emotion as, emotional aspects of things. So we try to build relationships with others. We try to make sure that, you know, we're, we're empowering individuals. And I think that sometimes in, in business that you can't necessarily tie a P&L to that. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes that, that that isn't seen as something as critical, but I, I view that as such a crucial piece because you really have to know the individuals that you work with mm-hmm. in order to recognize what they value and how, how to help motivate them. So in someone in HR, I can imagine it would be difficult getting to know, know people on mm-hmm. that level. I mean, how do you go about that? I think it's just, I mean, to, to Amy's point, it's really taking the time and making it a priority to build the relationships, having some of that small talk, you know, taking the time, building transparent relationships, earning their trust, mm-hmm. making sure that, that you're setting the time aside to kind of be authentic with people. Mm-hmm. And you'd be surprised at how quickly people trust in you and want to establish that because you don't, you don't often see that because so many people are focused on the task at hand. So when you kind of say, Hey, let's stop and mm-hmm. get to know each other or have a conversation, people, people are hungry for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh, that's so good. I know you guys are giving me goosebumps. Mm. <laughs> so on the other side of that, so we talk about challenges in what ways is it being a female, a uh, superpower when it comes to leadership? Or how is it different? Or what, is, what, what, what do you think is a strength? I think one of our strengths as women is our intuition. And I believe that it's something that we should listen to and we should definitely um, appreciate having. I think another superpower that we have is the ability to raise other women up. And by, what I mean by that is um, there's been times over my career where I've had mentors and it's been the most important um, aspect, I think, in growing my self as an individual, but also as a leader. And so I think that it's really important that women um, reach out and mentor other women as a superpower that we can not only have for ourselves, but share and help grow with someone else. 
Um, but pairing your intuition along with the ability to help other women become more confident and be more um, of a voice in our community, I think is very important. I would say also from from a superpower, just just building the relationships. We, we've talked about that a little bit and knowing your people. Mm-hmm. So for, for women, it comes naturally, but that's that's a superpower in itself. We we genuinely care for for other people and their successes. And to me, those are key characteristics of of a solid leader. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Know your people. It's not just about building the relationship. It's about really knowing your people. On yeah. the, on the them as people too, mm-hmm. not yeah. just objects. I think we learned about that in one of our earlier cohort sessions as well. Mm-hmm. And women are usually just naturally better at that, creating those relationships and seeing the right. importance of that mm-hmm. more so. You know, not all the time. And of course, this isn't. This is just a generalization. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think women a lot. Of, we talked about soft skills a little bit. A lot of women just already have a lot of those soft skills that they can bring to the table. And now I think it's when we talk about leadership trainings and those types of things and mentoring that, that those soft skills are being taught and that now it's, you know, for men it's seen as, oh no, maybe that's getting to be more important. Not everywhere, but it's getting to be more important. And they're looking for that when they're hiring and they're looking for that on people's resumes. So Yeah, it's almost like the, I mean, the soft skills are more important mm-hmm. or just as important yeah. as the technical skills. You know, you can be taught the technical skills right. fairly easily. Yeah. 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 But the soft skills, those are harder to develop and ingrain as habits. Yeah. I went to, I got my master's degree in organizational leadership and that was something that the, the business department um, or the management degrees was that kind of went was the opposite of leadership and kind of saw us as like we're just all holding hands and singing kumbaya. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so that was like the two yeah. pathways. If you were MBA in management, it was more hard skill or technical skills. Well, yeah, just the different departments. They're like, well, this, yeah, this is like old school managing. Yeah. And I'm sure it was great, right? But it was just, they just thought, oh, we just, you know, sat around and, and talked about our feelings. And <laughs> when you talk as we, because we, with the department, we would, um, and I worked for the department too, and we would um, promote promote those soft skills is like that was something that was taught and at the time you know this is 10 15 years ago um you know that was and even now i think um that was and before that too that was uh something that people just didn't think about you just thought you had to go especially college students you get your do what you got to do you learn what you need to learn so you can get the job so it's a different way of thinking for sure but i think it's becoming more common and i think it's something that women have always known Mm -hmm. in leadership roles or yeah yeah intuitively and I want to hear what Sarah I want to hear your thought too but I wanted to jump back to Amy's talking about intuition Mm -hmm. I I feel like intuition is another common thread that is coming up when we're talking about women in leadership so I'd be curious to know how each of you taps into your intuition as female leaders like do you feel it in your body or like I mean how do you know it's your intuition just like if you could define it Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. just kind of curious if you've thought about that I know this is a question we didn't talk about throwing you for a loop here. No, I think it's something that it's like that inner voice that you have inside or um, like Dr. Devlin has said, like our, our third eye, that mm-hmm. sense of knowing mm-hmm. that never seems to be wrong. And sometimes you have to listen to it and not necessarily react right away. It's something that you may have to ponder over time or it's something that may say, I really feel as though this may be a good idea. Now how it's kind of far fetched. Maybe it's something that hasn't been brought to the table before, but there's something about this idea or this concept that you really feel that you feel like you can articulate 
articulate it, that you can promote it, and that you can help other people understand it. So, and sometimes your intuition is just telling you something's off. There's something off. You just may not be able to describe what it is right then, right there at that time. Um, I'm one that people that know me typically will tell you I'm a ponderer. So I will take something and think about it for a little while and then I will respond. Um, Not because it's not important to me at that time, but because that's how I process. Sometimes, you know, I can respond right away, but other times if it's something that's deep and critical, I really need time to think about it. And so, you know, if if there's something off, if there's a vibe, um, if there's um, just a feeling that you may have that maybe this isn't quite working for me, uh, you know, maybe you work at a great company, but the culture there just isn't quite a match for you. You know, make sure you're doing something to either improve the culture or find ways to navigate yourself into another culture. Doesn't make you a bad person, doesn't make that company a bad company, but you've got to just kind of trust your instincts where you're going to be able to really grow as an individual and also contribute to your company as well. Yeah. (laughs) Anyone else on trusting their intuition? I think, I think she did it. She said it so well. I would, I would (laughs) add a little bit that that's why it's so important to listen, right? Is because when we're, when we're trying to intuit it, um, we want to listen and just be mindful of what's, what's kind of come, what's in our environment, what's uh, coming at us so that we, we can listen to our, uh, in the inside. Mm -hmm. The only thing that I would add is I'm, I'm one, I take notes. I love to write. I will have 16 packets of sticky notes and 12 binders. So if I, I'm feeling an intuition, I usually try to write it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and that way in, in my day to day, if I'm getting pulled in different directions, I can go back to that. And then like Sarah said, I, I like to ask questions to make sure, okay, is this right? Am I on the right path? Should I be thinking of this a different way? That way I can try to make sure that it's, is it developed? Am I, am I feeling right? Um, and then leveraging some of the trusted relationships I've built to, to have conversations and say, hey, here's what I'm feeling. Here's what I'm noticing. Can you help me with this? Or do, do you sense the same thing? Am I off? What do you see? So being able to, to leverage others too, to help maybe build trust in your gut or to say, hey, maybe, maybe there is something more more to the, the situation. Oh, I love that process. Mm-hmm. I'm a writer down too. Do you write mm-hmm. down on, now let's get specific here. Do you have a notebook <laughs> that you write down everything in? Do you write it down on your notes app on your phone? Like how do you record when you have these moments? So I'm currently transitioning between binders because I bought myself some very beautiful floral binders. Uh-huh, so I was using <laughs> like this big old, it's just not cute. So yeah. I Amazoned and bought a three pack of very beautiful flower binders that I'll be switching to to write all my notes. Oh, you do the same. And then Sarah? I take the teams or one note too. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I have way too many notebooks and and probably like a hundred something notes on my notepad app. So I'm I'm currently in the process of trying to get organized and consolidate yes. all of my thoughts. Um so yeah. I know. I've That's probably tough. lost many notes that I've taken over the years. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and sometimes the point isn't to write it down to keep it forever. It's yeah. just to get it out of your head on right. the paper. Yeah. And but sometimes exactly. you are trying to find it. So I've done both ways where I've had all the notebooks, and mm-hmm. I try to have a notebook for each thing. Mm-hmm. And that 
that was okay. But then are you bringing those notebooks with you everywhere? And then I tried to do everything, like fill up one notebook. Mm -hmm. But then you're constantly going back and like, Mm -hmm. when was this meeting? Mm -hmm. And when did I talk to this person? And I don't know if there's a good way to do it. If anybody (laughs) has a good organization of that. Yeah, share it with us. We'll have you on the show. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Reach out. Totally, reach out. (laughs) Because we we all need these. I want the tactical Because I do like to write. I mean, I put things in my phone all the time, constantly, all day long. But I like to... To, to write things down. It does help Same. you remember. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, yeah. there's science behind yeah. that. <laughs> science. I'm like, science. <laughs> there is science behind that. Yes. Uh, okay, um, so Sarah, to circle back to you on Stacy's mm-hmm. question about superpower as a, as a woman in leadership or strength, any thoughts? Um, I think we're collaborative. Mm-hmm. Um, we really want to collaborate when we get together and, and want to solve something. And so, so you get these diverse groups in a room and we can all really quickly come together to, to solve whatever needs to be solved, whatever problems, mm-hmm. uh, if we want to reach goals, how do we create those habits, those healthy habits to, to meet those goals. And um, I think that's, that's a superpower I see in a, in a lot of women I work with. That's good. Collaborative. Yeah. So we wanted to talk a little bit about, I don't know if you want me to ask a question about, about, um, you're all talking up the thread and I kind of want to know, how did you word it? Like, how are you growing as a leader? How have you grown as the leader in the past three months? Or how do you anticipate just personally, how are you practicing growth as a leader currently? We just put you on the spot. She didn't ask this before. <laughs> and Amy, I think you're muted. Oh, she is talking. <laughs> Amy, you're muted. Let's see. Can we unmute you? Oh, yeah. Ask to unmute. I just asked to unmute you. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Yeah. <laughs> what happens on the second Monday. <laughs> yes. Know. Second Monday. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Pop that off there. So I apologize for that. Um, I would think I would say that what I have learned so far in the thread um, is really that it's not it's not selfish to take time and invest in yourself. And that is one of the things that I've really been yearning to do. And the different speakers that we've had have really engaged us in different manners. Um, all in, in very impactful ways, but in ways that have made me really stop and think at a deeper level. And simply being surrounded by the women in the group that when we meet together, there's just an energy in that room. There's a vibe. There's a sense of collaboration. Um, there's a sense of vulnerability and that we're all learning and we're all trying to become better versions of ourselves and be able to um, help other people as well. But I really think it's it's caused me to take a deeper look inside and reevaluate some of my existing tools that I use and really have a broader spectrum of thinking, ways of thinking of things and how to incorporate them in my life, not only professionally, but personally as well. Um, I've really enjoyed really every presenter that we've had, but taking time to intentionally sit down and engage in these courses and do the homework and really lessons that we learn, not just that day, but each day going forward. That's good. So scheduling out time, taking taking time for yourself. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and I'll add to that. Um, prioritizing my time. Um, I have I've gotten a lot better just seeing what my vision is for my life, whether it's a few months from now, a few years from now, 
um, and then prioritizing my goals and trying to implement some healthier habits to meet those goals. Um, that's been so such a game changer for me. Um, just seeing things, stepping back 10,000 feet and just looking at me as a whole holistic person and seeing it, okay, because before it was a little more compartmentalized, I think before the thread, I was kind of looking at my work life and my home life. And now I'm looking at myself as this whole person and seeing what's the vision for all of Sarah and, and how do we, how do we get there? And so, um, so it's just been, you know, a huge, she's activating warrior women. That's what I'll say. <laughs> well, I love that. Prioritizing time and looking at your whole self as a as a human and a person and all the roles that you play, including a leader, and um, creating a vision based off of that versus com- compartmentalizing. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I could say it any better, Sarah, <laughs> because that, that's exactly what my, where my mind went was we no longer have kind of this work life and personal life, everything, it's one life. And so being able to find a place where you can invest in yourself, but see see that in both your work and your personal life is is so meaningful. And so really every, every speaker that we've had, every session where we sit and talk amongst each other, you can see that the topics and things we discussed you can take home with you in how you lead your home or you can take to work and how you lead in your personal life. And so for me, it, it really is about confidence and having the ability and finding women that are at similar stages in life to share their stories and experiences with and then have that confidence to, to take it either to home or to your professional life is, is just so powerful. That's amazing. So they're doing they're doing a good job. You're doing (laughs) you're doing well. Super happy to be in community with you, amazing women. It's just been amazing. So, final question as we're wrapping up: What advice would you give to female leaders in Wichita? I think my advice would be that the point of view that that you bring to the table isn't like anyone else's. Everyone has their own point of view, and that's what makes it worth sharing. So have the confidence, be sure of yourself, and just go for it. And even be okay being wrong. I would like piggyback yeah. on that. I think that's awesome. And it's like it's okay also if we're wrong because yeah. if it's if we're thinking it, chances are someone else is thinking some version of it too. So it's great to share your voice and and even if it they don't choose that idea or the data doesn't back it up or whatever. Just I, I love love that um, concept of just you know yeah. kind of speaking your truth. Awesome. Love it. What about you, Amy? Where are you jumping in? Oh, yep. I'm sorry. Um, I definitely agree with what Kendra had to say. I think that's very important. I would also say take time to invest in yourself. Take time to um, do something for yourself each year, each quarter, whatever that may be. Um, I like to learn. I'm an avid learner. So whether it's buying a book or maybe it's attending a course or doing something online, apply to be part of the thread. This is the most impactful group I have been a part of in my life. And I'm not saying that for any reason other than that, it's completely authentic. Um, If you're looking for something that's really going to help you grow as an individual, 
take time to invest in yourself. I think a lot of times as women, we are busy pouring into other people, which is a positive and wonderful thing as well, but it's okay to take time and invest in yourself as well. Love it. Besides the thread, what other tactical ways, and by the way, like I'm tearing up, um, (laughs) what other tactical ways do you invest in yourself? Like you mentioned yearly or quarterly or monthly, what other ways would Mm -hmm. you suggest women? Any tactical tips? You know, I think that it's important if you have a group of women that you can go and meet with, um, whether it's going out to lunch, whether it's doing a Zoom meeting, a call, whatever it might be that's in your comfort zone. Um, But also, I like to invest in books. I have a great collection of books, and oftentimes I'll read them, and then I'll find myself going back to them a few years later and reading them again because something that sparked interest in that book is, is applying and is applicable in my life now. Um, also, there's great podcasts. There's free webinars you can sign up for. The Kansas Leadership Center is another great venue. Um, amazing resources here if you're looking to learn and, and just enhance your leadership skills. Because I believe leadership is something we do each and every day. It doesn't mean we have to have a title. It doesn't just happen when we're at work. It's how we carry ourselves all day, every day. Mm, so good. What's your favorite book in the last few months? That you've read? Ooh, man, that would be a tough one. Um, I would have to say You Are a Badass is one of my favorite books ever. Um, I'm also a big Patrick Lencioni fan, and so any of his books I really enjoy. Um, one, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team, I've probably read 10 times over the last decade, um, but it's a really good read, and his books are impactful too because they read as a parable or a story, um, so I it's like not like digesting text, so it's more like you're, you're reading a story, and yeah, yeah it's, it's a really cool way to learn, but um, I'm always open to book ideas, so if anybody has them, I'd, I'd love to hear them. Cool. Great. We're doing a whole book series in September, so yes. you'll have to follow along <laughs> for that. <laughs> what about you, Sarah? So, you know, Wichita is a large city with a small town feel, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think what that does to me is we have so many talented professionals that are eager to share and mentor. And it's just about reaching out to those people and developing that network, that community. Because since I've been part of the thread in particular, I started reaching out to more and more people um, in in my professional life and my personal life. And Mm -hmm. everyone is just happy and eager to just pitch in and, and give advice if you, if you want it and uh, just grow other people. So I, I just think get involved in the community, start, start working with nonprofits, start talking to people. If you've got questions, you'd be shocked, you know, just send out an email. A lot of people are, are just happy to to come back and give you advice and, and share what their life experience has been. So, um, you know, no fear. Just go out there and be with people you want to be like, Be you know, who you admire, who you want to take advice from. Go reach out to those people. You'd be surprised how many people are just eager to, to, to lend a hand. Yeah. I, I would say coming back to this market, I, that is something I noticed more so about Wichita than any of the other places I lived. You're so right. People want to help. They want to share. Um, they're just so friendly and 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 willing to connect. If you just say, "Hey, I like what you're doing," 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's really amazing. It's something a lot of us were scared to to, to reach out, even for ceiling breakers. I'm like, well, we can't have this. This person's not going to say yes. And yeah, you're surprised how many times they're like, oh, I'm very flattered that you asked me to be on your podcast. And it's it's just so interesting how, you know, it's like we all put our legs, you know, or put our pants on one leg at a time, Mm -hmm. you know, like everybody else. Mm -hmm. Like, just it doesn't hurt, you know. The worst thing that can happen is they don't get the email or. They have an assistant that they're too busy or, you know, they say no. Yeah. That's the that's the, the worst that can happen. So I like that. It's, it's okay. Don't have any fear. Just, yeah, be, be able to, to reach out. And, and people are really willing to help, especially women, trying to help other women, I think, a lot of times in this community for, for the most part. Yeah. I When I first moved back, I was recommended to reach out to one business owner in town who's very notable and um, very beloved and very busy, obviously, as a person like that would be. And I reached out and made an ask, and she politely and kindly said, no, but I'll support you in this way. And it's just been a really fun relationship to develop, and I didn't get you know exactly what I'd asked for from her. Um, but, you know, the just being in her company and the, the, the nice um, – relationships I've made since making that ask have been really, really cool and beneficial. So yeah. it's like she said no, but still, yeah, it's it's kind of a wonderful situation. I'm so glad I asked. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Well, it's been so great chatting with you ladies. I know we can just talk all day, <laughs> but we don't want to take up any more of your time. But I don't know if we have any last words or any final thoughts. Anyone wants to share anything upcoming? Anyone wants to... Or when is the next, when is the next, um, are we talking about the the next cohort, the cohort. second, yeah, yeah, the next cohort applications will open up this summer. We have a waiting list going right now, mm-hmm. so um, sign up for um, our email list if you are interested in making sure you're on that waiting list. And our second cohort starts in October, so yeah, yeah. we'll roll out more details this summer. But awesome. right now we're smack in the middle of our first cohort. We've got a workshop next week and some fun things yeah. coming up. So great. Yeah. So any last thoughts, words of wisdom? Just a thank you to Audra for developing us as leaders. She's she's really grown, I think, all of us. Um, and so if I can speak for everyone in the thread, i just uh, just so grateful for all she's doing. For Wichita, for this community, she's just making huge waves. Aww. So thank you. Thank you for saying that. It's hard to sometimes, don't you think it's hard to take um, just really, really meaningful words like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> but it's the, this is the best thing about the thread, and the first cohort in particular, is the women are totally shaping it. So it's like, I, yeah. you know, put this together, and I showed up as an entrepreneur, and the women have just, of cohort one, totally taken it and made it their own, and are continuously making it better. So yeah. um, I'm super thankful for you all. It's all of you. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. All right. All Thank right. you, ladies. Thank you, guys. Have a good so rest much. of your week. We will talk yes, to you soon. You. I'm sure we will see you all soon in lots of ways and can't wait to see what you all do next. Yep. We'll see ya. Thanks, Thank you. Bye. <laughs>